Welcome to Gain That Tune. What is going on, everybody? It's Game That Tune, and we are back in the house once again. It's your boy, John Harrington. Here we got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We've got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. We've got the Game That Tune champion, Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. And we've got a very special guest with us tonight, a uh, blast from Jesse's podcasting past, uh, one of the original five uh, hosts of Game That Tune, finally making his long-awaited debut uh here in episode 244 someone who uh you know has been a part of the show's fabric since its very inception uh, we've got aaron with us aaron say hey hey <laughs> nice to finally have you on the show pal happy to be here yes fantastic man um <laughs> man you know if you're just joining us as aaron is uh, on Game That Tune. Let me tell you what we do around here. We're going to have a blast tonight. We're going to listen to some video game tunes. We've each brought three songs from a game. We're going to try and guess each other's games with the songs, maybe a little bit of trivia. We're going to goof off. We're going to have a lot of fun. The winner at the end of the night picks a theme for the next episode and plays their bonus tunes. And our winner last week was the champ, Jesse Moore. So, Jesse, what's the theme for tonight's show? <clears throat> games where uh, the title has an X in it. Mm-hmm. X, go and give it to you. Yes, X indeed has given it to us, will give it to us, is yes. going to give it to us. Um, X marks the smart. Did you say smart? <laughs> no. Are you sure? It sounded a lot we'll like fix it in post. <laughs> sounded a lot like X listen, marks the smart. Listen, it's been one of those days where the show is just going to keep spiraling. <laughs> Dude, uh, I just realized... That would be a pretty good tagline for, like, X videos. X marks the smut. <laughs> See? It works. Yeah. That, should be, that should be a bumper sticker, guys. X or t-shirt. Yes. Uh, for the people that want to wear X video shirts. Yeah, so uh, games the that have titles featuring the letter X, uh, as Jesse put it last week, uh, a theme to honor the late, great DMX. Uh, you know, rest in peace. R.I.P. DMX, six letters, you know, six sad letters. Um, Just like so, BMX Triple X, also uh, three sad letters. Okay, hold on. Did we? Did someone pick BM Triple X? Because that. God, I hope not. Man, you, know, you well, want to talk about X's in a in a game title? That's right up there in the you know the pantheon. One, I think we've already used that, so I'm pretty sure you would get oh, game over. Christ. <laughs> I don't think we have, John, but it's fine. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we yeah we're not here to talk GameCube titties and BMX bicycles. We yeah. haven't used it. Possibly, you're yet. not. You're not here for right. that. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, I, I think we've got obviously a wide variety of games to choose from. You know, X is a pretty cool letter. Bit of an unknown. You know, could stand in for many things. Uh, so you know, it it could also just be a, a happenstance X. You know, X is not just you know, uh, it's not always marking the spot. It's not always like. Uh, signifying a crossover or a multiplication it could just be a game that starts with x because it sounds cool contains the letter x i mean you know the possibilities are endless tonight 
So everybody, just bust out your dictionaries, start reading up on your uh, on your game titles, and uh, I think we just got to jump into it, man. So Johnny, let's uh, let's start off. What do we got for game one? Game one.
Okay, guys. So uh, this game draws heavy inspiration from a classic game series. In fact, the title of this game is a reference to the non-specific date that the original series used as part of its setting. How's everybody feeling? Oh, so good. Feel really jazzed. Good, man. Yeah. Appropriately <laughs> jazzed. <laughs> Johnny doesn't look confident. Yeah, I got enough. <laughs> Johnny, yeah, I'll man. give you a hint. The game's title contains the letter X. Oh, shit. If, if the letter... You didn't even write an X. <laughs> you put three question marks, you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, God. I, made, I at least made up a title. I, like I took that. a list of games that started with X. Yes. All right. Aaron and says I just X, put a date in it. Xscape July X for uh, for Game Boy Advance. Fantastic guess. Jesse says American History X 64. Uh, let's not go into that. And David did come up with the correct answer. This is 20XX. I knew that. Did you? Is that yeah. why you chose the curb stomping game for Nintendo 64? <laughs> Jesus, Jesse. Well, that sounded more fun. <laughs> man, oh man, what a game, this 20XX, guys. Uh, it strikes me that probably David is the only person here who may have possibly played this. So I have not played this. Crap, um, me neither. <laughs> I was really looking forward to possibly getting this game um because once i figured out the answer it's like oh let me look into this game because the soundtrack's awesome pretty good um if it's based on like a mega man mega man x style thing like uh-huh, that's uh-huh. up my alley and yep. i'm looking at it's like this game looks awesome it's like yeah it's an action platformer you get a choice of different characters one has a ranged weapon the other has a plasma sword it's like awesome yep. explore levels with roguelikes aspects like uh 
I'm checked out. Yep, yeah. that was pretty much my entire reaction to it, too. Like, damn, this sounds dope as hell. Like, 20XX, that's like the dates of Mega Man. Like, all right, cool. So we got a Mega Man fucking action game here. And, you know, except this one, you're playing as a girl with a buster or like a, a guy with an energy sword. Cool, cool, cool. Roguelite? <laughs> no. <laughs> No, oh, just make a fucking Mega Man game, baby. Like, just rip Mega Man off completely. Don't, don't randomize anything. No, no. dude, randomly generating Mega Man is infinite replayability. That sounds great. How, like, All right, sounds John, fun. then you go download this game. I Jeez. will. Thank you. Excuse I think me. you should. I'll be back. Gee, I'll be back at the end of the show it, with my yeah. review of Twenty XX. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, honestly, Johnny, yeah, this it sounds more up your alley, but no, like, I'm not fully opposed to the, the whole roguelite thing, but uh, I'm much more unopposed to classic just Mega Man format. Like, just, you know, seriously. Eight bosses, couple extra stages after that. You know, you don't need to randomize that in any way, but well, I don't know, man. I was going to say, Johnny, when you're like, it's a Mega Man game with infinite replayability. Well, you know, the classic Mega Man games are so fun that you can replay them infinitely. Yeah. I do. <laughs> I enjoy that. Exactly. I play Mega Man 3 once a year. <laughs> like, it just you know, kind of happens. I find myself drawn back to it. I, you know, I'm not just, you know, I'm not trying for speed runs or anything or, uh, you know, I don't know, man. It, it, the game seems cool. You know, I like, uh, I like the soundtrack. I like the, you know, just the full Mega Man ripoff vibe. But, uh, I, and it does raise some interesting questions. Like, could a new Mega Man game incorporate some of the elements of this game? Like, you know, more kind of upgrades being available. Like, you know, you can uh, spend money at vending machines to, like, unlock uh, little passive upgrades for your level. When you beat a boss, you can either uh, take their power or turn it down and take more, like, of those other upgrades, which, you know, just... It actually, it really, the whole roguelike thing, it, you know, applied to a Mega Man formula just baffles the shit out of me. Like, you know, wait a minute. <laughs> that, like, if you can turn down the boss's weapon, then do we have weapon weaknesses in play? I mean, is it Mega Man-esque in that case? Like, that seems cold as hell. Like, yeah. you a robot, <laughs> and then it's like, okay, you have bested me in combat. Take my weapon. No. And then nah. just, like, shoot it in the forehead. Like, yeah. Jesus. I'll God. take an E-Tank, thanks. <laughs> oh, that sounds like pure chaos. I love it. Yeah, put the rest <laughs> on a gift certificate. I don't want I don't want your fucking weapon. You have defeated me. You can get my weapon. What is it again? The mighty top spin. Nah, we're good. We're good. <laughs> You're gonna regret that once you get to the Wiley machine. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. It it sounds interesting. Like, would Mega Man benefit from adding vending machines throughout the levels? Uh, at yes. which you could buy upgrades with like a collected currency. Yeah. Well, I mean, in Mega Man Legends, you could buy sodas from soda machines, I think. And, and how was it, Jesse? It. That series that famous. Amazing. They famously made more of that series. They <laughs> yeah. made two and a half. Right. So the vending machines killed the killed the Mega Man Legends series. Is what you're saying? No, I'm saying Capcom killed it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was picturing yeah. like Mega Man 2, but every time you kill an enemy, they say barf and drop a coin, which barf. you collect. Yes. Mega then... Man City Ransom. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> then you get to go to the little shops and vending machines. Shower and buys a magazine. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, okay, yeah, honestly, we're getting to something here. This sounds really good. So maybe that's it. Maybe not roguelike, but like Mega Man City Ransom. Uh, you know, what's the name of the city that Mega Man takes place in? Monsteropolis? Monsteropolis. Yeah. <laughs> Monsteropolis <laughs> Ransom. Today, today I learned there's a name for this city. <laughs> I... I I don't think that's canon. It's it's manual canon. It's I don't think it's game canon. I was gonna canon. say like I think they mentioned it in the manual for the first game and then literally never again. The yeah. Megas mention it in uh, their songs. So. Yep, they are uh, indeed fucking nerds. Um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. The game seems intriguing, and every time I pass by it on like a Switch sale, I'm like, oh, you know. I've I've forgotten it each time, and I'm like, all right, you know, I should check out 20XX. Oh, it's still roguelite. <laughs> like, oops, I forgot. Damn it, they haven't updated this game to remove its core mechanic? Yeah. What just the hell? A, they add linear mechanics to the game, and then I'm all in. Or actually, I mean, hell, Mega Man's not even linear, but just, you know, not roguelikes. <laughs> like, give me an optimized level for every fucking boss, and then I'm in. Like, I don't know, because... I think more things should rip off the Mega, uh, Mega Man series, quite frankly. Like, uh, you know, I don't know. Mega Man X and Mega Man are some of my favorite series of all time. And I would play many more action platformers that are unabashed ripoffs of them. I just don't want it to be random. Like, this game has permadeath. I don't want that shit in a Mega Man game. <laughs> like, <laughs> permadeath in a Mega Man game sounds like the most horrible idea. Yeah, no. Too much punishment. Too far, guys. Too far. Mm -mm, no, <laughs> like you walk no into way. a room with spikes in it, and you just turn around like, nope, yeah. fuck it, I'm out. Man. Yep, I guess uh, that's the end of this run. Um, yeah, okay, Johnny. It sounds like more than anything, I've just sold you on this fucking game. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, man. Mega Man with roguelike elements and permadeath. Like it's, it, it, it's like Capcom has finally been reading my letters. I've been writing all these years. <laughs> Not Capcom. That's that. See, that's the beauty of it. Capcom doesn't read your fucking letters, John. This ain't no Capcom game. <laughs> like, <laughs> Uh, this, this is an indie game where they thought, yeah, let's uh, let's make things you know different than Capcom, but also unabashedly rip off Capcom. Capcom would never implement such features in a game, John. All right, so in I fact, guess I don't think they would make a Mega Man game anymore. <laughs> so I'm guessing who who developed this game? Uh, somebody by the name of Battery Staple Games. So it sounds like Battery Stable Games went through Capcom's trash and found the letters from me that Capcom threw out and That's made a game it. out of it, which is great. It's exactly yeah. what I went out of the game. Right. And it's a shame they didn't dig a little deeper and find the rest of uh, Mega Man Legends 3. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Just, as long as you're down there, maybe, uh, <laughs> Too maybe soon. try finishing something. Yeah. Do you guys get that uh, that Mega Man? What was it? Mega Man Universe or Mega Man? Oh, yeah. <laughs> just saying. I, yeah, like that's and that's the other reason I think more things should rip off the Mega Man series unabashedly because Capcom doesn't give a shit about this series. Like other people should just make it, uh, fucking Mega Man games. Like yeah, if uh, Capcom's not going to do it, do it yourself. I would, except I don't know how to make a game. But I, you know, I've been designing Robot Masters since I was seven years old. I got a backlog of terrible Robot Master ideas that I have no idea how to implement. I'd be happy to make a new Mega Man game, but they're not asking me, and nobody's teaching me either. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, this game looks cool. I think more than anything, I'm glad that we sold Johnny on it. So Johnny's going to have to play this at some point. You know, I'm calling you out, man. 
I want to see yeah. you. Uh, want to see you playing this game? And its sequel's coming out soon. Thirty XX. Ooh. So mm. you know, keep an eye out for that. <laughs> um, but in the meantime, uh, fantastic game ish, and uh, ish. You know, pretty pretty good soundtrack. <laughs> I'm, I'm hedging. <laughs> Uh, and this was also a uh, a request in our request channel. Thank you, Muddle Madness, for the request. Thank you for inspiring me to pick this game uh, for tonight's show. And uh, yeah, Johnny, let's uh, d- get that game downloading. And in the meantime, get on to game two. Game two. So according to Sonic the Hedgehog creator Yuji Naka, uh, Michael Jackson was given an arcade cabinet of this game as a gift during his visit to Sega's offices in Japan. Uh, the machine was later sold off in early 2009 when his Neverland Ranch was foreclosed.
Alright, everybody. Who's uh who's got some answers to hold up? Yes. Answers to hold up with confidence. <laughs> <laughs> I have another fake answer. Well, let's do it. <laughs> so let's see. Uh, Aaron says Megabucks the experience for Atari, which is incorrect. <laughs> John says Sonic Darn Extreme, it. also incorrect and never released. Jesse says <laughs> Super Soy Married an Axe Murderer, which I wish to feel. And David with an answer, Alex Kid, that is also not correct. <laughs> an answer. <laughs> <laughs> this is Galaxy Force slash Galaxy Force 2. Released by Sega in the arcades. So I want to immediately question this because Galaxy the, has the letter X in it, David. No, okay. no, 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 no. <laughs> the thing was to choose a game with the letter X, and uh -huh. you said this was two games. So, well, which one is it? Okay, so Galaxy Galaxy Force, you know, was released in the arcades, and then Galaxy Force Two was a conversion kit sold to arcade cabinet owners to install in the game. It's largely the same game; it just has some like quality of life fixes, and I think like a new level or two. Um, but it's really just—it's not so much a sequel as it's just like an improved version of the original. But you know, see, I feel I feel like we sh we should get a hat trick. We should all get a point because <laughs> I have I have a hunch that everybody had the same thought process I did. Of well, I'm not really sure if this is you know one or two, so I'm gonna go with Alex Kid. Like that was my <laughs> thought process. Yeah, that was David, exactly oh, what happened with me. Definitely, totally. David just described what happened. I was yeah. like, oh, man, it's got to be one of those two. But right. Michael Myers, he's pretty funny. Right. Yeah, I can't believe Johnny would split it down the middle like that and choose two games, you know, both with X. No, uh, David's, David's hypothetical scenario there <laughs> um, doesn't account for the fact that there's a distinct possibility that a guy like me, uh, namely me, I've never fucking heard of this at all. <laughs> Wait a minute, I'm a guy like me. Neither. Yeah. <laughs> what? So, was this uh, one of those games where you sat down in a thing and it moved around all crazy yes. while you played? Yes, it I, was. Like a sex okay, I did play this once at, uh, I think it was the Michael Arcade Jackson's House? Landing. <laughs> no, no, I would, I would never go there. That's horrible. First of all, Dave is called Neverland Ranch. Okay. <laughs> Jesse no, there's another to be interviewed for leaving Neverland. <laughs> but no, um, yeah. So this this came in a couple of different arcade variants, the arcade cabinet variants, and and there's one called the Deluxe that could rotate like 330 degrees, like almost a full circle. Um, it moved back and forth, like 15 or 20 degrees, something like that. It was just pretty bonkers. Um, and if you look up footage of people playing the Deluxe Arcade Cabinet of this, it looks nauseating and awesome. But also, like, <laughs> I'm so used to new... Because this game came out, like, 1988 or 1989, something like that. And I'm used to newer encompassing arcade cabinets, like F0GX, having this, like... Or whatever their arcade F Zero was, having this giant screen in front of you, you know, and it feels a lot more all encompassing. Whereas when you look at this, it's like you're sitting in a chair that moves, 
in front of like a 19 inch monitor like it's yeah, not no, very okay I'm, lo I'm looking at this deluxe I mean, arcade cabinet now this thing looks fucking rad john <laughs> this is like a sweet it's cool yeah it's like a dune buggy moon lander with a fucking oh, crt tv in it like yeah, this like, looks awesome and, like, and it's got like a roll cage on it like in case yeah. it gets loose <laughs> you'll be okay <laughs> This would draw my attention immediately. <laughs> like, hell yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it's one of those super scalar games, kind of like Space Harrier, where it's got this, you know, the whole gimmick is that it can scale sprites, you know, very well. Uh, it's an on-rail shooter, you know, kind of like, it looks a little bit like Star Fox. Um, but with, you know, instead of polygons, it's scaling sprites. And a lot of them on screen at once. It's, when you watch a video of this, it's, it's a little bit bananas. How many? I don't, oh, man, I don't know, man. I can't count. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. It's hard. It's like when you watch a YouTube video of it, it gets to the point where the YouTube, like YouTube can't keep up. There's so much detail going on on the screen. Oh, that's like, cool. Yeah. And, oh, uh, wow. There's, like, I've even found a picture of Michael Jackson playing this goddamn game. I was about <laughs> to question the whole Michael yeah. Jackson of it all. But yes, there is a picture of Michael Jackson playing this incredibly ridiculous arcade game. That is such a thing of its time. Oh my god! <laughs> this is like a little time capsule. Yeah, God, you know what a yeah. I, I don't know, man. Like, uh, you know, can you picture Michael Jackson just like walking into an arcade and playing that game, being so captivated by it that he like has to have it? Like, how does Michael Jackson hear about such a thing and get it back to his house? Like, were Yuji Naka well, and Michael Jackson friends? Well, he was a big gamer. I mean, yeah, he made his own game. Yeah. But, like, still, how do you, how do you get so on the, the bleeding edge that you end up with this fucking game in your house? I don't know. Like, You're well, fucking well, Michael Jackson. He's got a sales, pop? he's got, like, a sales rep that just goes to the Neverland Arcade and pitches things to him or something. He, like, he, had, he, he visited Sega headquarters and they gave it to him as a gift in Japan, which sounds mm. like kind of a pain in the ass. Like, cause now he's got to drag it all the way back to the U.S. That can't. That was say, it's like, how do you like a fly gift for that across the Pacific? We made too many of these. Here, take it. He probably had to charter a boat. <laughs> right. As long as you're, uh, as long as you're here, will you compose Sonic Three? <laughs> or you we, know what? I'm looking at. We'll this give you no credit. <laughs> I'm looking at this arcade cabinet. I mean, this could be amphibious. He could have just driven this arcade cabinet across the ocean yeah. himself. God. Like a bubble just goes around it, and it just... <laughs> that Now, that would be amazing. Yeah. No, this, I mean, that's the thing. This game, this whatever the fuck, like, this does... Like, this would draw a kid or a large uh, abusive man-child's attention. <laughs> like, this thing is fucking crazy looking. Like, if I walked into the arcade and saw this thing, I'd be like, yeah, whatever that is, I'm sitting in it. Like, that, you know. That, that thing looks like Space Camp the game. Like, <laughs> fuck yeah. It totally does. <laughs> Whatever it does, I'm sitting in it. Give me 50 cents, Mom. Like, <laughs> I want to play this. <laughs> I was, I was, I had a great time watching some of the footage of this because there's a, there's a level that takes place on like a, like, lava type planet slash star that looks just like the star planet from uh, Star Fox 64. Uh, what's it called? Me is it Meteo? Is that the name of the planet? I'm uh, John. It's Meteo, the star no, planet. You're thinking of Meteos the game, which oh, takes place game. on different planets. Oh no, he's thinking of Meteo the fucking like asteroid field. John, John ah. the star planet. It's you know what? What do we call this? Uh, the nearest star to the Earth. Uh, the sun. Yeah. Oh, so, was it, you know, was it called Sol? 
Solar. Solar. John. Okay. It's it's okay, John. I'm sorry to give you so much shit, but like, no, the, the sun was not called Meteo. <laughs> but no, yeah, you watch you watch the plant. You watch the footage of this on like the sun-like planet. And it looks so much like Star, Six, Star Fox 64's uh, solar Star. level. It's got things like creatures leaping out of, you know, the lava and, and, and things like flames popping up. Like, it's eerily similar. Eerily similar. Like Space Harrier. Yeah, a lot like Space Harrier, too. I mean... <laughs> eerily similar to that. How, how eerily similar is it to, like, Outrun, Johnny? Well, they all, they're all based on the superscalar architecture, so exactly. They can all scale those sprites, so... <laughs> or Afterburner. Man. Yeah, oh man, what about like an Afterburner game that takes place on the sun, John? How eerily you, similar is it to that? Are you guys just looking up the Wikipedia page for superscalar games? I feel like that's what you're doing right now. No, Johnny, no, we, we, we know all these the, fucking things. I've been to an arcade once or twice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was literally about to ask how it compares to Alex Kidd in Miracle World. <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've played the fuck out of some Afterburner. So. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. It it <laughs> looks like an awesome, fun game. I wish I could have played this in the arcades. I, I miss this one. Um, and I don't know they how I did. Any, like, it no must... re-releases? No uh, like Sega Ages collections or oh, anything like that for it's, this? It's been released on a few of those. Oh, me... you know what they need to do? Those little uh, mini arcade machines? Just make a mini one of these so you can like hardly fit in. <laughs> <laughs> Look like the penguin in Batman for uh, Batman Returns. Yes, playing a fucking Galaxy Force. <laughs> you know what I'd they should that. have done? They should have partnered with Nintendo, and this should have been a Nintendo Labo kit. Build the fucking thing out of cardboard, <laughs> cardboard. and sit in it with the Switch. Cardboard and like, use power wheel parts. I think it'd take a lot of rubber bands. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you get like a whole pallet of rubber bands and cardboard, and it becomes a Galaxy Force arcade Labo. I'm in. That sounds fucking great, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and it comes somehow with a like a CRT TV to put into it. Also, you, know, you don't put your switch into it. It's made with all these things and its own dedicated old school TV. I like it. <laughs> it's so expensive. <laughs> it weighs like eighty pounds. Yeah, no, exactly. You got to get like a dolly to get it out of the Target. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, I would play it. Like the CRTV would just crush the cardboard. <laughs> it's nothing but cardboard and rubber bands. Why does it cost nine hundred and fifty dollars? <laughs> I love that the guys at Target all become very familiar with like what they are required to do. Like, okay, listen, sir, I'm only required to help you bring this to the curb. From that point <laughs> on, it's up to you. <laughs> like, you deal with it. <laughs> Oh god! Like, like, yeah, I'm so happy. Nope. <laughs> so happy there's a generation now that just doesn't know about having to move a CRT TV. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's uh, so nice that like young young people these days have never had to deal with that fucking horrible, imbalanced, enormous weight. It was <laughs> the worst. <laughs> it was. <laughs> My mom, she owned a 50 inch CRT TV. <laughs> oh, oh Jesus! <laughs> like in a cabinet? Yeah. Uh, no. It, it sat on top of a cabinet. And fucking, when she moved out of her condo, she just left it because she couldn't take it back downstairs. And like none of us could fuck with it. Yeah, was that so, like, cabinet made of? What was that cabinet made of? Like vibranium? Like how did it hold that much weight? <laughs> it was so sketchy, guys. 
I mean, I'm, t- I'm okay for real. Uh, side t- side tangent on my mom's 50 inch TV <laughs> on a fucking cabinet. She had a 50 inch tube TV sitting atop an antique like washstand in her bedroom. She kept the washstand so close to the foot of her bed because she wanted the maximum experience on this fucking TV. <laughs> so, like, if it shifted at any point, the TV would crush my poor mother in the bed. <laughs> yeah, but also, she liked to get up and, like, go out on her fucking porch for a smoke, and the thing was plugged in from the wall, and the cord was, like, up elevated across, like, to the TV. So, like... It was a tripping hazard. <laughs> like, it was the most dangerous fucking like thousand pound TV setup you've ever seen. It was awesome. Dude, what a way to go though. Getting crushed yeah, by a TV. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> she went out <laughs> doing what she loved. Yeah. Watching PBS and being crushed by Charlie Rose. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. Yeah, so <laughs> thankfully she was not killed by that TV. Um, but yeah, that thing, she just fucking left it. You can't fucking do that. You can't deal with TVs. Like, that much glass, it's just too much. So, oh, and man. It's so hard to, like, carry. Like, there's no, like, easy way to grab oh, it. No. It's just yeah. like, oh. No, it would have, if we, if me and my brother attempted to move it, it would have fallen down the stairs and, like, broken both of our feet. Like, it, <laughs> it, it, it just wouldn't have happened. So, yeah. I had one that I was throwing away that I bungee corded to a dolly and just yes. pushed it down the stairs. Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Dude, dude, yeah. dude during, just... my, during my last move, I had a CRT TV, and I remember taking it to Goodwill to just try to, like, drop it off there. They're like, no, we don't take no. that. Like, no. Get out of here. That's awesome. <laughs> Goodwill turn. Like, get the fuck away from here. Take that TV and get out. Oh, God. Yep. So yeah, I can only imagine how. Yo, do you think Goodwill takes donations to Galaxy Force Arcade cabinets? <laughs> <laughs> we got too many of these. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, uh, Johnny, I'm happy to learn about this. This uh, this game seems like a delight. Makes me wish they would make like a Star Fox arcade game. Oh fuck! Okay, I'm gonna. Why is that on... not a thing yet? I'm gonna Dear move Nintendo. on to Game Three because that is like a whole episode we could talk about. A Star Fox arcade. Yeah, it's, it's past time for that to have been an idea. Come on, guys. Star Dear, Fox Arcade game. Dear make Nintendo, happen. make Star Fox Arcade. Yeah. Yeah, they say f is not going to come back unless there's some big new idea. Here's a big new idea for you. Star Fox Arcade game. <laughs> Just do it. I game play it. three. 25 cents.
Yes, sir. Oh, yes. Okay. Sorry, my connection's a little laggy. So this game was released in 1994. It was on a handheld video game console. And um, players control different heroes as they travel throughout the game. And one of those songs is from my favorite level, which was on a humongous space station.
a sec, I'm still writing down my answer here. Hmm. God. Oh, it's long. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time Johnny's ever heard that. <laughs> God damn it, Johnny. What the fuck? How many dicks are you drawing? Jesse's arm's getting tired. I know. Seriously, man. Just ride three X's and... <laughs> Hold on. on. Hold on. Oh, my God. Okay. The, I got real sloppy with my handwriting here, so hopefully you can read this. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. John got it. <laughs> Wait, which John? Him or me? <laughs> yeah, it was X-Men for Game Gear. Yeah! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> that felt, uh, yeah, felt like the safest guess possible. <laughs> <laughs> I was afraid my clue was either too vague or too specific, so <laughs> I'm glad at least one of you given got the, it. Uh, given the theme, it was just right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you my thought process. It was Google list of Game Gear games and then begin <laughs> control effing just the letter X and seeing what came up, uh, came up. And I almost wrote Star Trek the next generation beyond the nexus and i was like no 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 nobody picked that so, uh, <laughs> man i yeah. wish i had picked that yeah that sounds <laughs> awesome continued I mean, on the list fair. i was like oh there was just a game called x-men on game gear sold done <laughs> <laughs> i mean to be fair i don't think it could be the star trek game if one level was on a space station like the right. whole game would be on a space station. <laughs> that, that was kind of also my thought process. I'm like, wow, they made a Star Trek game in which you explored a giant space station? Alright, audacious, <laughs> but I'm into it. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's uh, a novel concept. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, this is... Man, do you know how long I had my game gear before I learned you could plug it in? <laughs> <laughs> Man. Oh, yeah, probably I, about I never... dollars worth of batteries later. I never had the Game Gear, but I, I've heard tale of just, you know, batteries wasted. Bat or, you know, not wasted. Six double A's get you about four you hours. Jesus. Yeah. Six? Yeah. Six. Six? Six. Yeah. Thing was a beast. I, I always felt like Game Boy was jipping on four double A's. And, you know. No. But you got a lot of time out of those four double A's. <laughs> and yet yeah. somehow I was, I was always pushing the, the limit and, like, just... It's like, no, I, I, I gotta make it to that fucking Pokemon Center before these batteries die. I don't know how I'm fucking this up. <laughs> yeah. Rechargeable batteries. Those turned out to be a game changer eventually. Yeah. Uh, I just but... had an AC adapter, and I always had to play by an outlet. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's the way to play. It, you know, it, it, it's the preferable way to play a handheld system. <laughs> it's constantly... Yeah. Tethered yeah. to a hole in the wall. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> in your living room, bothering your parents. Uh, yeah. Fuck, I played in my bedroom. <laughs> oh yeah, that's. Uh, I, I guess that's an idea. But you know, all my all my plugs were obscured. But anyway, so X Men on the Game Gear. Uh, is this? I'm sorry. Is it a like a platform? Is it beat 'em up? What's the What's the story? Um, it's kind of platformy if I remember right. I, it's been a few dec couple decades at least since <laughs> I played it. <laughs> uh, since you lost the AC adapter. I yeah, I remember you get to play a storm and you fly around and zap stuff with lightning and that there was a space station that I really liked. <laughs> That's all you need. Yeah. That's all you need for fun memories. I mean, Do you remember which other X-Men were in it? Um, Gambit was in it and Wolverine Ooh. and Cyclops, for sure. Oh, that's a good thing. Oh, wait. 
I have the Wikipedia page open. <laughs> oh, here's my cat. Yay, cat. Cat. Nope. <laughs> Stream cat. <laughs> um, Storm, Rogue, Psylocke, Nightcrawler, and Iceman. Oh, that's good. Oh, nice. It's a good mix. Oh, yeah, that's like... Uh, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. so wait a minute. Like, I'm sorry, not Gambit and Wolverine and Cyclops? Like, So they're going like kind of the... I don't want to say B tier, but like three women too: Psylocke, Storm, and Rogue. That's yeah, pretty... oh, I'm into this, cool. man. This, you know, that sounds great. But, you know, yeah. How many games will you play as Psylocke? I feel like I, I, you know that just barely comes up. X Men Two Clone Wars. <laughs> Thank you. End of list. Uh, it's a whole nother Marvel vs. Capcom, Capcom Two. Yeah, <laughs> that was my uh, that was my one that I knew. <laughs> I feel like there was probably some weird. I remember there being like some weird 3D fighting game with the X-Men. We don't talk about that game. Mutant Academy (laughs) something. And I feel like she was in that. God bless the X-Mansion. Yes. Yes. That that sounds amazing. (laughs) With with Cloud and Tifa and Barrett in it too. Dude, X-Men Airgeist would be fucking great. (laughs) We took all the Airgeist characters, left the Final Fantasy characters, (laughs) and then put in X-Men characters. (laughs) did some surveys turns out nobody liked these air guys characters <laughs> but so wolverine yes yeah. <laughs> yeah they really seem to gravitate towards this wolverine i don't know what it is about this guy that you know he's, he's got a i dare i say a bit of a vibe he's you know people like I, this wolverine i play the shit off air guys days of future past like yeah. dude <laughs> <laughs> whoa man okay yeah that sounds fucking great they should yeah <laughs> guys, why haven't they made this? Quite frankly, <laughs> yeah. guys, let's talk 3D arena fighters that you know don't contain the X Men. Like, what the fuck? You know, they should all have them. Mm. <laughs> yeah, uh, man. Vir- virtual fighter, throw in some X Men, dude. Yeah, they're great. They're great guest characters. Sonic the Fighters, throw in the X Men. Throw an X Men in there. Wolverine See, versus Caliber had a lot of crossovers. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know. I'll let Why wasn't some of the... the Silver Samurai in a Soul Calibur game? See? Thank you. I was right? say, I'll, I'll let a better comic nerd than me say who should be the guest character from X Men oh, in the man. Soul Calibur. <laughs> like... Or uh, <laughs> fucking Shatterstar. Yes. Um, Spiral. Like a... Oh, oh hell yeah! Oh what my god, from... Spiral would have been a fucking amazing. Six arms, six swords, fucking everyone shit up. Okay, because I, I was gonna say like X Men. I feel like the only problem with throwing them in soul caliber is that they're mutants and so they're not typically weapon based no fucking some of them are yeah but that's the thing like so, psylocke yeah. basically yeah yeah psylocke or, Wol- <laughs> or wolverine in there wolverine is pretty much just like valdo or whatever oh god <laughs> just okay yeah just a fucking valdo just- reskin but it's wolverine <laughs> yeah rocking around oh. his back beautiful <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> God, I love it whenever we manage to work Voldo into the show. And <laughs> honestly, Voldo and Wolverine being cousins Wolverine? makes too much sense. Yeah. <laughs> like, the only uh, question is, what co- Wolverine costume should he be wearing while skinned over Voldo? Should it be just like the regular blue and yellow tights? Or should it be like the jeans and wife beater look? No, Weapon See, X. Yes, yes. shirtless and tubes coming off of them everywhere. Yeah, just got a wearing like thing on metal tidy whiteies, yeah. dick and balls flopping all over. The place. Yeah, <laughs> God, yeah. Uh. <laughs> all right, 
So I don't think X, I don't think Wolverine has invisible dick and balls in X Men on the Game Gear. No, I mean he barely no. has a visible face. <laughs> well, you're not looking at the face. I mean they could have they could have added like two or three pixel pixels to be dick and balls. <laughs> Just like three pixels of animation swing as he walks. Did you imagine walking in the Game Gear? Uh, I don't see Wolverine's dick. Uh, excuse me? <laughs> yeah, you're getting just out of your pixels. Right. Sir, this is a Game Gear game. No, yeah, I need to return this. this. <laughs> it doesn't play right. He's <laughs> more Wolverine dick. What's that, uh, what's that Street Fighter character, the old man that... <laughs> oh, Oro? Has, like, his dick hanging out? Yeah, Oro. <laughs> yeah. Why is Wait, it Wolverine what? Weapon X like that? Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> There should, you know, there should just be some secret move you can do in this game that reveals Wolverine's balls. <laughs> His finishing move. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Big X thing and stuff out his balls fall out. Like, <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at it now. No, there's no there's no pixels available to illustrate balls in this. That, what a you know, chip. Yeah, in fact, his head's pretty misshapen, too. Maybe, you know, hmm. Yeah, they need to clean this up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, the characters are more like colored blobs running yeah. around on the screen. <laughs> Still looks pretty good, though, man. I mean, that's the thing. I was a sucker for anything X-Men back then. So, like, you know, if I owned a Game Gear, I would have... Did they rent Game Gear games? I feel like they didn't. I feel like handheld games didn't get rented in places. No. But, yeah. I would have... So. If I owned a Game Gear, I would have copped this. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, I got fooled enough times by, like, Arcade's Revenge and shit on SNES that, like, yeah, I would have played this. But, uh, yeah, man, oh, I missed the X-Men. Whatever happened to those guys? Um, <laughs> I think they're I all know. dead now. <laughs> they're in the, they, I think they all got snapped. Technically, in, like, yeah. Marvel canon, they haven't been brought back from the Thanos thing. Like, somehow, just by sheer crazy, you know, improbable odds, all of the X-Men died when Thanos snapped his fingers. That's ex that explains why they never showed up before this. They'll be back soon. Yeah. And so they're all going to you know, come back, and then people are going to be like, wait a minute, mutants? Man, we need to talk about that. Deadpool's going to bring him back. 10, 15 more years. <laughs> but, man, I miss these guys. Uh, um, man, uh, great pick. Uh, you know, do we have a... Is there anything else on X-Men for the Game Gear or, you know, the Game Gear in general? Do we have any fun Game Gear memories? Like, does anybody? I remember my cousin had a Game Gear, and I was over at my grandmother's house when my aunt and uncle were visiting, and he let me play it for about 15 to 20 minutes. It had one of the Sonic games on, and then I was like, this is so cool. He said, okay, I need to give it back. I, I need to change the batteries. Like, <laughs> after about 15 minutes, he's like, no, no, batteries are going to die. And yeah. that was that's my one experience with the Game Gear. Mm -hmm. I feel like I had a similar, like, I can't remember if it had as bad of a battery life, but I had an Atari Lynx briefly. And uh, I feel like I had the same problem. I'm like, I can't take this thing anywhere. Like, yeah, I have to leave this plugged in. Like, there's no way this is going to fucking keep its battery life. Like, it, it's just too fucking great. The, the the colors are too immense. It's, it's so much better than Game Boy. There's no way it can actually be a portable game. So I never got to play it on the go. And the only game I had for it was Toki. So, uh, yeah. Man, I miss the old colorful 90s handheld systems. Need to bring those back, whatever happened to those things. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was a TV tuner for the Game Gear, too. That was pretty Whoa. cool. You could Wait plug it into the on. game slot. 
Yeah. That's that's that a, a Johnny piece antenna. of trivia right there. Johnny, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Can you confirm this? <laughs> oh yeah, you can watch TV in your game gear with the TV adapter. Yeah, and it, yeah, like like Aaron said, you plug in your game slot and had a little retractable antenna that you could pull out and uh, tune it on. You know, it, ha- it was Rabbit Ear TV, old fashioned analog TV. Damn, way yeah. ahead of its time. <laughs> yeah. Game Boy couldn't do that. Well, unfor- and I mean, unfortunately, what a since- great use of batteries. <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> since you know, since all all broadcast television is digital now, you have to get an adapter for that to work. <laughs> so that's the only thing standing in your way of enjoying TV on the Game Gear these yep. days. <laughs> and the adapter would use 12 AA batteries. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I wanted to yeah, watch that... TV on the go. Now what do I do? Right. I'm, I'm just I'm well, baffled by the... Jesse, Who would sign off on that? <laughs> Jesse, you missed, you missed the window where the FCC would give you the $40 coupon to buy a digital TV oh. to analog adapter. So you're SLL. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Only there's some other way to watch videos on the go, but yeah, there's simply not. They haven't come up with an easier way. So, you know, I'm just going to put some more batteries in my game gear and <laughs> pull down the analog signals. <laughs> I'm sure someone will come up with a pirate television station one day. God, what a fucking, what a time. Hey, what can you concept. do that? Could you like broadcast in the old like signal? And then someone had like a, just a rabbit ear. They'd be like, Oh, Hey, I'm picking up this weird station. Like, is anyone preventing that from happening? Uh, you probably could because uh, television. You probably could, Johnny. Do it. Yeah, it's prob- television is probably the same. It, it is the same basic technology as FM radio, really. Like, so could we stream the show onto just regular TV too? I maybe we should do that. Because <laughs> did you ever three. did you ever notice on really old analog TVs the channels I think it was six and seven were further apart than all the other channels? You probably yeah. didn't notice this because you're not a weirdo like I am. <laughs> But <laughs> but those two channels are further apart because that's where the entire radio FM band, FM spectrum was. 88 Whoa. megahertz to 108 megahertz was between channel six and seven on your analog TV because uh, it was cool. the same basic tech. So like yeah, you, you, and people could do broadcast FM radio from like Raspberry Pi. So we're probably not that far off when people come up with pirate analog TV stations. You can oh probably my do God. it. Man, going to the pirate analog. TV station was my favorite part of X-Men on Game Gear. <laughs> <laughs> I just... Yeah, we've gotten a little low. we maybe lost the thread a little bit, but no, I... Yeah. No, 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 no. Here's what we're going to do, guys. We're going to start a pirate analog TV station that you can only watch on the Game Gear TV adapter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so excited. It's going to show <laughs> Let's Plays of X-Men for Game Gear. It's like you know, you know when bands put out um, albums on cassette tape. It's gonna be like that, but to the next level. You can only watch this music video on a Game Gear TV adapter. Is this what NFTs are? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> I thought this show was an NFT. I think so. I think technically it is. <laughs> All right. Well, You're on that note, to it. It's yours. <laughs> on that note, Aaron, is there anything else about X Men for the Game Gear or pirate broadcast television on the Game Gear? <laughs> no, I think <laughs> I'm good to go. <laughs> on that note, I'm going to move us on to the next game. Game four.
uh hell what was it okay so uh the developers worked with the publishers to provide easter eggs from other games to be found such as the sword from world of warcraft and the cake from portal Does everyone have their answers slash guesses written? I do. Yes. Let's oh, see them. Yeah. Right. <sighs> uh, so Johnny drew the worst penis in the show's history. I know because <laughs> I've secretly been on the show the whole, show time. The whole time. That was for Aaron, and he didn't read it. I still wanted to use it. So. Okay, so um, John says uh, Half-Life Alex. Um, Aaron says Vin Diesel in Triple X. And Jesse says Malcolm X and Knuckles. Uh, sadly, everyone is incorrect. This is X-Men Origins Wolverine. Okay, first, before we get to anything, just based on John's reaction face alone, I want to say X-Men Origins Wolverine, the movie, is shit. X-Men Origins Wolverine, the game, is actually pretty fun. I've heard that. What? Now, can you see his penis in this one? Like, in Game Gear, you couldn't, and that was a big drawback. Exactly. Is Wolverine hanging brain? Um, you... (laughs) 
Uh, you How many more questions do I have? Answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you do not see his penis, no. Damn it! Listen, that's not why I'm mad. Game I'm, five. Fi- I'm fine with Wolverine's <laughs> no penis. Uh, I'm more I'm upset. Yeah, I mean, yes, no. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I gotta assume that Wolverine's got a pre-mondo dong. And, yeah, you know, that goes I'm, without saying. He's so, it's like, I, earthy. Yeah. I it's like a beer can. Yeah, he fills a whole tall boy with that thing. But, yeah. I, you know, more so than the penis, I'm a little upset that, that we've now had utter the name X-Men Origins Wolverine on this show. Yeah, David, I, I, I look forward to you telling us how good this game is. However, I can't get past it, man. This is my Manchester by the Sea. That movie fucking sucked. <laughs> it's, yeah. uh, ooh, and I'm, man. I'm, I'm not going to argue that point. However, the game is pretty fucking fun. Yeah, but it feels like a cursed thing to even bring up. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, just don't, you know, this, this is where your mind went. You know, I, I, you know, Aaron had the right idea. A fond memory of an X-Men game on the Game Gear. You <laughs> thought X-Men and somehow ended on Origins Wolverine? The game. Like, I really, really want to stress that point. Because the movie sucks. But the game is fun. It's basically like a very combo-heavy action game. But you're playing as Wolverine, just like slashing and stabbing the fuck out of guys. Alright, I'm cool with that. Yeah, see... Does it have a Deadpool in it? So it's a really fun game. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the final boss uh, is against, quote, Deadpool. That Deadpool. Um, yeah. But oh, no. The, the game itself is actually pretty fun. Um, I remember a lot of people at the time were like, Oh, it's boring. It's repetitive. You just do the same thing over again. It's like, well, yeah, but this is the first time that you actually get to be Wolverine, like, stabbing people and cutting their limbs off. Like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah, okay, that sounds great. It's like, I don't mind that it starts to get a little repetitive because, you know, a lot of action games will eventually. Yeah, motherfuckers want to act like they didn't eat up God of War. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, Come on. And it was, uh, I believe it was rated. Uh, doesn't have. Oh, yeah. It was rated M for Mature. So <laughs> It was rated X, of course. <laughs> um, and that was one thing that I did think was cool was as Wolverine, like, obviously you do regenerate your health and you actually, like, you'll see the blood and the wounds and everything slowly start to heal back. It's like, Sweet. that's a pretty cool touch. And. One thing that I also liked is because you play, you play as the movie Wolverine, so it's Hugh Jackman's voice, and you're running around in like jeans and a t-shirt, just stabbing people. But there are hidden collectibles, and the collectibles are Wolverine action figures. And using those, you can actually unlock classic Wolverine costumes. You get his black and gray um, X Force suit. You get his blue and yellow classic suit. And then you also get the brown and tan suit, which I still maintain is the best-looking Wolverine costume. Oh, so you that can is actually a good look. 
you can actually play this game as like classic comic book Wolverine going around just like stabbing guys. It's pretty fucking fun. Hmm. No, that's good. Damn. You're almost you're almost selling on this game, David. What you know, what system was this on? It was two thousand nine or so, right? So like is it was a Wii game? <laughs> uh, so it was on PS3, Xbox 360, and it also was ported to PS2 and Wii. Um, PS2? The, the See, PS2, I thought I had seen it for Wii. <laughs> the, uh, the PS2 and Wii versions, um, they don't feature as much blood. Um, and if I remember, I think the Wii version has an extra boss battle where you fight Blob in, like, a convenience store. Um <laughs> But I, I definitely played this on the 360. Um, so I was definitely, like, shanking motherfuckers. Okay, um, good, yeah. They had to scale things you, back for the Wii version. They could only do, like, one claw on Wolverine. Uh, not three. Couldn't put as many claws on the screen. Um, and I definitely remember you get, because you, like, level up, you gain experience. And as soon as I got the lunge attack, I was like, yeah, I'm not doing anything else. Like, as soon as I finish killing this soldier, I'm just immediately going to jump, pounce, and stab this guy in the chest. Oh, like, that attack? Pinballing from, like, guy to guy to guy. Yeah. No, that sounds great. Damn, dude. They, you know... I, I didn't play that, uh... Wait, no, you know, he wouldn't be in the, that fucking Avengers game that came out recently, so maybe, since the X-Men have been lying dormant, maybe there's a chance we get a good X-Men game here in the next couple of years. Like... Uh, I'm gonna need uh, I'm gonna need to beat some motherfuckers up, uh, motherfuckers up as Wolverine here soon. That's you know, you're selling me on this, David. This is sounding good, in spite well, of and itself. It, and it's funny too because it was developed by um, Raven, who did the like, um, fuck, what were they called? The before Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Oh, the did, uh, like X Men. X Men um, Yes, thank you. Like, yeah. they developed the X-Men Legends game. So, at first, I was like, oh, it's going to be, like, a, a Wolverine-focused, like, dungeon crawler? Like, oh, no, it's a straight-up, like, action beat em up hack-and-slash. But you're Wolverine going through the jungles and, like, science facilities and everything. One of the boss fights is against a sentinel. Um, so it's just, like, you and a giant sentinel scaling up to stab at it. Yep. It was It was a surprisingly fun game. Yeah, no, um, man, maybe it, maybe this just missed me because I assumed it was another X Men Legends type game. Like, I, you know, I like those games. Don't get me wrong, I like Ultimate Alliance and the X Men Legends games, but like they were they were always a rental for me. They were never a, a buy. So maybe I, maybe I thought this was one of those. Uh, and also the fact that it was based on X Men Origins Wolverine. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm not touching that shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not going anywhere near it. But like, man, no, if you know. That had been made more clear to me. I might have fucking played this. This, uh, yeah, this, you know, sounds um, worth playing. That's that's like the highest praise I can give it based on the combination of uh, like era and license. Like worthwhile? I think so. Yeah. Um, it's it's definitely the worst parts of this game are because it's based on X Men Origins Wolverine. Because, like, the Wolverine action is great, but the story is Still terrible. Still Wolverine. <laughs> and because they keep doing this thing where they, like, keep bouncing back and forth in time. Like, it starts off with 
Wolverine in the jungle in Africa trying to find like the adamantium and then it's him in the present day and then it's him with his girlfriend and then it goes back to Africa and then he's in a different it's like what the f- what no yeah no I just want to like run around and stab people yeah uh, and when yeah. it's doing that it's great right that yeah that's the thing I don't know man like uh, I, I I think it was probably this movie I saw X-Men Origins Wolverine uh, that made me realize I don't give a shit about the story of Wolverine's origins. Like, some things are actually just kind of better left uh, untold. So, like, just make a Wolverine game where you get to go around and slash motherfuckers and beat them up and do lunge attacks. Sounds great. Do I need it to have a, a story? No. Like, you know, do, do any of these beat em up, you know, 3D beat em up games have some fucking compelling story? Like, you know, what's so compelling about God of War? He's angry. He beats up giant things and then he keeps on doing it. And it continues to happen. He just keeps on beating up stuff. Like, he's yeah, an angry I mean, man that beats up stuff. Wolverine, similarly angry, that is a character trait that lends itself to being used over and over again for repeated beat-em-ups. I mean, really, we need a an action Wolverine game where the plot of the game is Sabretooth is an asshole. Fight him. And that's yeah. it. That's the whole game. Right. And then should you, you know, get past Sabretooth, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like there's maybe a few more there's like this this whole brotherhood maybe of like evil mutants, evil mutants? yeah that you know maybe you just beat all of them up <laughs> like i'm just God. spitballing here <laughs> i would love it so much if the final boss of a wolverine game was magneto and you just can't win that fight like you yes. just get to it and it's a cutscene where he rips the adamantium out of your skeleton and you die no but see you know then you get to fight him as bone claws Okay, and yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Bone, Bone Wolverine. Claws is ready. Exactly. <laughs> See, and he would say that. Oh, man, what a fucking reference that would be. <laughs> God, he should have said that. Did, didn't uh, Magneto do that to him in one of the movies? <laughs> no, I think he just, like, moved him around. But he okay. never pulled the adamantium yeah. out. He did yeah. that in a comic. It right. Him up real bad. Yeah. It's, you know, that's why I know about Bone Claws. It's fucking dope. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so you know, he uh, yeah he could have said the bone claws is ready thing, and Magneto would have been like, wait a minute, that's from Spider Man. What do you do? And then like Magneto would have just gotten stabbed. It would have been great. So we could write it, fellas. We could. Yeah, I think you know, we could. X Men's you know actual origins Wolverine, like <laughs> the better version. We couldn't program it or like get it made, but you know we could definitely write it. What's the what's that word for a bunch of bullshit written by fans? Um, Star Wars. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> it, you know. Anyway, um, David, anything else on uh, on our upcoming X Men Origins Wolverine fan fiction or See, uh, you, subsequent you could, games featuring Wolverine? <laughs> you can draw it, David. Oh, David, yeah. Here's the idea. You've got a great comic going right now. Instead of making that comic, just start drawing Wolverine comics. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm sure no one will. I, I feel like there is no legal trouble we could get into at all. As long as it's full frontal Wolverine, you're safe. Exactly. Yeah. Marvel won't touch a dick. <laughs> I won't go anywhere fun. near that thing. <laughs> Johnny, he said game five. Oh. Game five. It was a great transition. Stop talking about NFTs in the Discord. Do you hear Damn it. Is he really still doing that? Yes. God, 
fucking log off, John. <laughs> Thank you.
Oh, I know. I'm just, I got it. Um, the initial creation of the characters of this game were done in with 3D character models before they were converted to the SD pixel art. Um, a lot of the attacks used by the characters had to be done in a 2D space in order to preserve its source material. So let's uh, see your answers. And Johnny better not be writing NFT. I'm so sure Johnny's actually written an answer. He's been so paying attention to the music and, and the <sighs> game. Uh, Space Channel X. Um, that's incorrect. Um, Aaron says some other X-Men game. That's incorrect. Worthwhile guess. And uh, uh, David and John have the correct answer with Project X-Zone. This is a... Uh, Go ahead, David. No. Are you gonna... No. Um, You're... No. What's wrong? Project Cross Zone, Jesse. David's clearly hung up on the pronunciation. In, in this series, they pronounce X as cross. Oh. But well, then it's still means... spelled with a big old X. Yeah. If it's... Okay. Is that what you were upset about, David? No, I wasn't upset. I was... I've been dealing with my sinuses, and I was trying to hold back a sneeze. Oh, I see. That's got to be it. <laughs> Nothing to do with this bizarre crossover game. I thought you had something really something to say. You're like, David's allergic to insane crossover games. Yeah, that's what this game yeah. is. It's... Like, is Oolala in this? Is that where Mexican Flyer yeah. fits in? Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, that was driving me nuts. Yeah, this... John. That's that's why. That's why that song was in there was to get you to fucking pay attention <laughs> like, uh, it's a sega namco fucking capcom, capcom crossover game yeah. what yeah it's bonkers like it's the crazy first, 
the first mission you start off with uh, uh, Jin, Kazuma, and uh, uh, Shaoling, and uh, then uh, Akira and uh, uh, the the lady in that one. I forget her name. The girl from Virtual Fighter. Yeah, she she's there, and then oh, uh, Ryu and uh, Ken show up, and apparently uh, Jury and um, uh, what's that silver dude, uh, Doral. They're uh, up to no good. And uh, there's some red Aramers there that want to get in your business as well. And so you just got to beat down all these. It's it's crazy. This game is, Dude, is nuts. Bile from Mega Man X is in this? Dude, yes. Yeah, seriously, yeah. Johnny, just pull and up the list of fucking characters in this that, game and start scrolling yeah. through. You're going to be floored. <laughs> Coco Star Tapioca from Space Channel yeah. 5. <laughs> yes. That's amazing. <laughs> I it's was really something. This this kind of like brings us full circle because um, I had a very similar reaction to this than I did uh, 20XX because I was so super excited and pumped to play this game until I got to tactical role playing game. Okay, okay. I was like, well, okay, yeah. let me take a step back. Let me uh-huh. let me tell you though that okay, so, yeah, you walk around on a little tactics thing and you interact with the monsters and stuff. But whenever you do, it pulls away into a 2D space, and then you press button combos to fuck shit up. Yeah, David, it, did you de- did you download the demo of this for 3DS? I downloaded the demo. I played this. Demo. I did not. <laughs> the battles are fucking sweet. Like it uh, is the, really cool, dude. <laughs> the sprites look good, kicking and punching, and if they're throwing hadokens around, and then if you're standing next to another team of characters, because it's like. Each character represents two people, like so. You move Ryu around the map, and it's Ryu and Ken, and so on. But if you're standing next to some other characters, so you can have Ryu and Ken uh, fighting, you know, the dude, and then you press R, and then all of a sudden, fucking uh, Jin Kazuma shows up and starts doing fucking Tekken moves, and you're doing Tekken moves and Street Fighter moves, and it's it's really really cool. And then you get like these super moves where like this like cool anime cutscene happens and. It's a just the whole game is just fan service. Yeah, no, for real. Look up like a video on YouTube of all the like unique combos, because like yeah, like Jesse was saying, you you have partner units that you move, and that's what initiates the battle, and it goes in like this two D thing, and you're doing button and like combo inputs, kind of like you know like Street Fighter for example, you're doing down forward buttons to throw hadokens, but then if you're next to Frank West from fucking Dead Rising. He'll just jump in the battle and start like, you know, chucking fucking items at the things. Like, well, okay, that's awesome. But then like if there are certain like combos that they have like secret super attacks. Uh the one I, I remember it was uh Hishinko from Darkstalkers and Frank from Dead Rising. And they both start fucking throwing random objects as you know in dead rising he's got a bunch of weird shit and hashenko's got the deep sleeves and so they're both just like pelting the thing with objects and then hashenko sucks the uh whatever you're fighting into her sleeve and throws it like a baseball to frank and he fucking like you know hits it away like a baseball it, it, it's just like okay that's insane like how would you ever know to do that and also like what a fucking treat this game is <laughs> like it's, yeah, uh, I definitely remember crazy. like reading about the game, um, and I remember reading like, oh yeah, everybody is paired up. Like you've got Ryu and Ken, you've got um, 
Jin and Ling, both from Tech and Everything, and I remember reading, oh yeah, it's Frank West and Sienko. It's like, that makes perfect sense, because you've got the guy in the mall full of zombies, and then kind of a zombie girl following <laughs> right. him around? Yeah. That's the thing, I was like, thinking, I'm like, man, they need to, like, I feel like a lot of the pairs, they're, like, matching, but I feel like they need oh. to be, like, opposites, almost. You know, like, Morrigan needs to be paired with, like, Dante. Like, you know. I yeah. mean, it's, yeah, you know, I'm just saying, like, you know, sexy demon girl and sexy guy that hates demons. They should be some, you know, like, uneasy partners for this game. Like, that should uh, that should be a thing that happens. I don't know. Like, there's just, you know, the with the fucking character stable they're pulling from, there's just so many wild fucking possibilities. It's, it's, uh, it's fucking crazy. And that's the other thing. It's, you know, they're pulling from Capcom and Namco and Sega games and, like, they're not afraid to pull from the fucking B tier either. Like, you know, like the fucking the Bruce Willis looking guy from like Dynamite Cop is in there. I know. Dynamite yeah. Cop. <laughs> um, is Pac-Man in there? I don't think so. That's the thing. Aww. Some of the damn co-hitters are missing. <laughs> like, I was like, wait a minute. Where's the fucking prince from Katamari? Like, how is he not in this game? <laughs> like, how are you going to make a, a Namco game? And only have like hey Hanchi and Jin and like you know these guys like no 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 Namco's got a deep bench man they should be pulling I, everybody <laughs> I would play the fuck out of this if you could play as Klonoa yes like, exactly with some super move where he just like grabs someone inflates them with air and then throws them yeah. they did make a sequel so he might be in the sequel I don't know oh yeah I forgot that you know uh, uh, and the, and two had uh, Nintendo characters. Yeah, they even like two add in like Fire Emblem and Xenoblade characters. Yeah. They sure they did characters. Um, I'm not just making fun of Jesse for how he talks tonight. Um, yeah, you know, again, it's like they've got some of the stars and then some of just like these fucking deep benches for the you know for the game. And I'm like, yeah, that, you know, man, they should have everybody. Like, just you know, this should be like the Smash Ultimate of fucking. Like crazy ass tactical role playing games, like just fucking throw everybody in. But I don't know, it's a uh, it's taller, especially when the game looks as good as it does and like has these sick ass sprites. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I don't know. Strikes me as a game that was made with like some love. There's some there's some fun shit going on in this game, <laughs> dude. You got- you you had me at Space Channel Five. Like, <laughs> I've been sold since Song Two. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, you could be like busting shit up as like the fucking, you know, like as like Chris and Jill for Resident Evil, and then like activate Ooh La La to walk in and like shoot shit with lasers. It's like, all right, yeah, this game's cool, beautiful. <laughs> like, this, yeah, I feel like I what? saw something. I th- it must have been a super move from this game, where all of a sudden, um, Opa Opa from Fantasy Zone just kind of like flies <laughs> in and just starts <laughs> dive bombing things. Are yeah. you serious? That's great, man. Like, that's the other thing. I always wish it's like, okay, well, like, you got all these fucking crazy ass characters. Just bring everything. Like, make, you know, make sure that makes no sense. Like, one of the super moves should just be like the game Outrun. It should just happen. Like, <laughs> like the Ferrari Testarossa just fucking rolls over a monster <laughs> for no reason. Like, you know, this wild this, shit should be happening. This at all sounds times. like a more successful version of Sega Gaga. Like, <laughs> like where's the Mecha Ralph Macchio? That's what I yeah, want to know. See, didn't make it. <laughs> oh, man. But, you know, man, what a fucking pick. What a game. You know, uh, Jesse, is there, you got a favorite, like, you know, random weird-ass character that shows up in this one? Uh, uh, um, 
I'm trying to think. I know Sega Tosanshiro is in like the the sequel. Right. Um. I'm not sure who's really cool on this one. I mean, it's got so many people. Um. God. I mean, I'm looking down the list now, and like, yeah, you looking. know, it's nice. It's like broken up between Namco and Capcom and fucking Sega, and like some of the deep pulls. They've got the guy from uh, fucking Resonance of Fate, which is awesome. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. You know, Ulala's in it. Uh, they got Valkyria Chronicles and like uh, Rival oh. Schools characters in it. Uh, Kite and Black Rose from Dot Hack. That's pretty cool. Yeah, dude. I mean, like, seriously, who the fuck is asking for that? Like, who even thinks, like, yeah, let's throw, the, let's throw a Dot Hack thing in there? Like, people know this, and, you know, like, you know, they'll go get this game based on the inclusion of Dot Hack characters, right? Like, sure. Sure. Why not? <laughs> I mean, I would. Yeah, oh, the of course, it's got Valkyrie. Valkyrie is in, like, everything that Namco does. It's just, like, it's crazy to me. Like, so this is ostensibly a sequel to Namco X Capcom, which I always thought was a fighting game, but it's not. It's a it's a strategy game like this. Hmm. And it's like you look at the the artwork for this game, and it's like this seems like it's appealing to a certain subset of gamers. Like you know, there's there's recognizable faces on this fucking artwork, but like who's looking at that and being like, oh yeah, gotta, gotta grab that. Like, you know, you got Jin Kazama and Ryu and like Devil May Cry, Jill, Mega Man, Ooh La La, you know, like, who's looking at that and being like, well, that makes sense. I better cop that. <laughs> like, it's like, there's there's just so much fucking going on in this game that it's, uh, it seems interminable. Like, you know, nobody could look at that on the shelf and be like, oh, I'll give that a shot. <laughs> I know who all 15 of those characters on the cover are. I can go for that. <laughs> but I don't know. I love it. I feel like, you know, Nintendo should get a, you know, in on Project X Zone 3. Fucking, you know, publish it. Throw some of your guys in there. That's, no, I mean, switch. that's, this game does something that I love very much when crossovers do, which is pull from your A tiers, but also like the B and C. Like I like a wide range yeah. and seeing some of those like weird random one-off characters. It's fucking great. Yeah. And like Nintendo should buy up the rights to distribute this, re release a switch collection of uh, cross zone one and two, and then work on three and use that as a soft reintroduction for some of these characters that like, you know, we joke around. It's like, yeah, let's get that guy in Smash Brothers. It's like nobody knows who the fucking characters from Rhythm Heaven are anymore. Bring them back <laughs> in a Project Cross Zone 3. You know, bring back Mike Jones from Star Tropics. <laughs> bring back, you know, fucking any of these weird, like, you know, bring back the Chibi Robo Robot. Like, why not? Like, you know, br like, use that as a soft relaunch for a bunch of these <laughs> characters and see if people fucking go for it. Then you can decide if you need to put Sakurai on fucking overtime to make a, another fighter's pass. But like, For a second, I thought you were going to start this off saying, like, Nintendo needs to just buy Namco and Capcom. Like, well, see, I don't that's think a good they idea have that too, kind man. of money. Yeah, like just, yeah, don't Nintendo they? should just buy all the other companies yeah. and absorb them. <laughs> they, I, you know, there was that rumor going around that Square Enix was maybe up for sale. Nintendo should buy it. I don't know why. But Square like, was like, no one's buying us. <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking nonsense rumor. Like, many parties are interested in buying Square Enix. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm interested in buying yeah, goddamn Square it? Enix. Like, yeah. <laughs> 
I got that stimmy. You guys want to? I got that. Sell me yourself. I got like, that fifty-inch TV. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'll, I'll trade you guys. You give me the rights to Final Fantasy, and I will give you a very enormous tube TV. <laughs> you have to move it. <sighs> oh but, God, uh, I would love to see that Facebook Marketplace post. <laughs> Seeking rights to major video game franchise. <laughs> uh, um, Not even rights, just seeking Square Enix. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to see the Square Enix. Um, you, you, you get large tube TV pickup only, <laughs> like <laughs> or best offer. But like, so who's the uh, who's the other companies that could come out with something like this? Like, who needs to team up? Like, Konami, unfortunately, doesn't make video games anymore, because they're the obvious choice. But, like, a Konami, Square Enix, Nintendo, Sony? Sega? (laughs) Tactical RPG would be... Atlas. Oh, Square. Square, I mean... That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, Konami, Square Enix, Atlas. And then, um... No, I was gonna say... Is Atlas owned by Sega, though? I think they might be at this point. Yeah, they have something going on. Yeah, with so bring each in other. the rest of Sega. How about some Atari? Throw some Atari yeah. in there. Yeah, Ooh. exactly. Whatever it takes to get some fucking some Final Fantasy characters interacting with some Persona characters on a fucking you know tactical RPG, <laughs> and then throw in a few Belmonts for yeah. good measure. Dude, throw it sounds in, pretty good to me. Throw in the <laughs> really dude from uh, throw in the dude from Pitfall. That's yes, Johnny. Please bring guy. him back. <laughs> I was like, I really want to bring in Atari 2 just so there's a super move for a whole bunch of space invaders come in and just blast the fuck out of everything. See? Yeah. Works perfectly. Uh, what? <laughs> space invaders works perfectly for a tactical RPG. Why not? <laughs> uh, that, that's the beauty of it. None of this has to make any sense. This game the doesn't make any sense. from Paul. Yes. Oh, God. The Pong Paddles would be an ultimate team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're coming at characters from both sides. Yeah. Like, you're doing these fucking sick-ass juggles with the Pong Paddles. <laughs> like, uh, and then, you know, Hatsune Miku comes in and finishes it off. Like, this is oh, nonsense. God. I love I it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a team up. Uh, but, yeah, let's think. Like, you know, this game, it's like, it seemed like decently received, but everybody pointed it's like this game makes no sense. But it's kind of cool. <laughs> it doesn't have to. No, exactly. Yeah. Like, it's like what wrestling. plot do you need for a fucking game? It's like, you know, a bunch of companies worth of characters just interacting and doing shit. Like, yeah, you know, the evil characters are doing evil things. Everybody else has to do some things. Like, it's just fan service. Does it need to make sense? No. <laughs> yeah. Do I need to see, you know, Ken and Ryu fighting zombies in a fucking mall? Yes. Sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> say it's John. Like, oh, it, it... Go ahead. Oh, ask me the last time I bought a game for the plot. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I don't this, even know. This honestly. really does also have Johnny game written all over it, man. We might have sold Johnny two games tonight. So yeah, Johnny's yeah. going to get deep into 20XX and then pop in Project Cross Zone. Uh, and not fully appreciate it because he's not going to know who any of these fucking you know characters are. It's going to be great. Like, oh yeah, this, this guy's from Tales of Vesperia. All right, moving on. <laughs> like, <laughs> so it's like this game doesn't make any sense. No, but I'm pretty sure Cosmos just shot Nemesis, so I'm yeah. pretty fucking sold. <laughs> exactly. It's uh, it's got what I'm after, man. You know, nice looking sprites of familiar characters doing cool shit. Cool. They should uh, definitely make more games like this. So, yeah, uh, Jesse, excellent pick, man. What a what a game. 
Yeah, it's real good. Yeah, and the soundtrack's a fucking banger, obviously. Yeah. It's, you know, loaded with three companies worth of remixes. Like real good yeah. stuff. Mm, man. Uh be sure to check out GTT Radio. Uh it may uh may already be there. But um Jesse, anything else on Project Cross Zone? I think that's you prefer it. to say X Zone or Cross Zone? Are you uh you you obeying the company's wishes and calling it Cross Zone or do you pronounce it X? You know, I probably did say cross, but then for today's episode, since it's X related, I went with the X. I hear that. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Good call. Johnny, let's hit that calculating computer. Calculating computer activated. Computers. Beeps. Beeps. What the heck? Scoring complete. This game's winner is... David Fleming. Hey. No questions Yay. about that one. It's David Fleming. Fantastic game, David. What a show, man. Uh, you know, I say that you know, somewhat in jest. In all actuality, guys, we had a terrible night tonight. This was not our <laughs> finest show. <laughs> this was uh, we had entertaining. A great night. You can for blame two. it on me. No, please, no, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, nobody brings down the average like we ourselves. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, yeah, it was, it was a great theme. With a lot of fun games and a lot of soundtracks, and you know, it revealed that sometimes we just suck ass at this game. That's just how it I goes. I mean, that's how I win. Everyone else is just terrible. Exactly. And then I win. Mm-hmm. Somehow Johnny just gets all caught up talking crypto in the fucking Discord and doesn't bother actually attempting to play the game. And David ends up winning the episode. So fantastic show guys what a you know, what a time yes David, me, me not paying attention is the key to me not winning i'm just yeah just say it johnny you could you can put some effort into it again you know it's like signing a check just draw a fucking x uh, but david you've got a theme in mind for next week's episode i'm sure um i do have a theme in mind for next week's episode um and it's a theme that I think is going to be a lot of fun. Unusual weapons. Ooh. So thinking about stuff like Earthbound, where you use like yo-yos and baseball bats, or like Soul Calibur 2, where every character had a joke weapon, like a giant paintbrush or tambourines, like games where you can use a wacky weapon. I like it. I'm going to key in on the term wacky. I like it. Wacky weapons. That's, uh, frankly, David, a fantastic idea. That's, uh, hmm. I, my mind's already racing. The possibilities are numerous. Because, uh, yeah, having talked about a game like Project Cross Zone, like, yeah, there's, uh, there's some wacky characters out there that, uh, fight with some wacky things. I'm saying wacky too much now. Let's just go back to unusual. Uh, you know, I like it a lot, David. Some uh, non-traditional weapons. Yeah, yeah I, I'm going to need you at some point to draw the line as to what you know qualifies as unusual. Because, like, what if it's just somebody that doesn't normally use a sword? Like, what if Sonic, say, picks up a sword and uses it? Is that wacky enough for you? They would yes. never do that. No, uh, no, no. Who the fuck would ever make Sonic use a sword? We've used that game. <laughs> <laughs> Point stands. <laughs> like, is it an, uh, is the weapon unusual, or is the wielder using a weapon unusual? Yes, uh, the weapon is unusual. 
Okay. I'm going to also go with Johnny's yes. <laughs> just to keep that back door open for possible. <laughs> just like, well, that was a mistake. They just never let him hold that thing. Uh, yeah. Great, great theme, David. I love it, man. Yeah. What a, what a theme it shall be. Um, cool. Looking forward to it. And, uh, you know, time to close this thing out. I want to say thank you to everybody for watching along live with us. We're live every Wednesday night. We're on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Search for Game That Tune. We're uh, in your podcast devices Tuesday mornings. Check us out at Game That Tune or anywhere you get your podcast. We appreciate you guys listening. Um, we uh, want to thank uh, everybody checking out patreon.com slash Game That Tune. Uh, what a place it is where you get your bonus features, you get your covered up, you get your mixtapes, you get your GTT gems, your movie commentaries, all that good stuff. Uh, check out patreon.com slash game that tune and become a patron today. Special thanks to our super fan tier Patreon producers, the absurd fans, as it were Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, Taylor Wise, Sam L., Mork, Tasty, Grimmery, Phoenix Tier 2121, The Last Recon, and unsettled zebra what a group of awesome patrons we have over there at patreon we appreciate you guys um we got a lot of requests and didn't use them this week but keep sending your requests in our discord server or uh at uh at us on twitter at game that tune or hit us on email game that tune at gmail.com uh or find us individually there on twitter i'm at jake gangsta 187 you can find john regan on twitter at jp regan jr you can find jesse moore on twitter at Sega underscore legend. You can find David Fleming on Twitter at DFD Fleming. And I forgot to thank our special guest, Aaron. You know, Aaron, thank you so much for being here, man. Uh, you know, it's been a it's been a great show. Uh, I don't know if you do Twitter or if you've got something going on that you want to plug. Uh, what's uh, what's new in Aaron world? Um, I'm on Twitter at, at Aaron Deppert. I don't have a cool handle. It's just my name. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, you, you got any uh, you got any podcasts or any projects in the uh, in the fire right now? Uh, anything that we need to tell people to go listen to? Nothing fun. I at this time I uh, I go to school and I work and that's about it. <laughs> Word. I mean, that's uh, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. That just means that you've got more time in the future for uh, doing your own thing or showing back up on Game That Tune. Because, again, I cannot stress this enough, guys. Yeah. Aaron really is the lifeblood of this show. He's been with us since day one. <laughs> he, yeah, uh, man, I can't wait for him to appear in another 244 episodes. It's going to be great. <laughs> Uh, no, but uh, for real, man, I'm I'm really glad to have had See you. See you at episode show. 500. Exactly, man. Oh, it's gonna be the glorious oh, return, man. We're gonna hit the out. pyro. By then, we're gonna be doing this shit at like San live. Diego Comic Con live. Oh yeah. man, people are just gonna be flipping out. It's like, wait a minute, that's Aaron's music. Oh God! <laughs> do, 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 do. Oh, we'll release that episode exclusively as an NFT. Yeah, shut <laughs> the fuck up, John. <laughs> I I practically insist that you shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh man, but uh, it, uh, it's been great, man. Appreciate you having, uh, appreciate you being here, and we look forward to having you back. Um, and then uh, that's it, J- uh, David. You got bonus tunes. I want to know what they are. I do. Um, it is a song from a game which features a very unusual weapon of eggs and a bird. It's Treasure Trove Cove from Banjo-Kazooie. Uh, yup. There it is. <laughs> Peace out, everybody. <laughs>
20XX is copyright 2016 Battery Staple Games. Galaxy Force is copyright 1988 Sega Games Company Limited. X-Men is copyright 1994 Sega Games Company Limited. X-Men Origins Wolverine is copyright 2009 Activision Publishing Incorporated. Project Cross Zone is copyright 2013 Namco Bandai Games. Aaron, what time zone are you in? Oh, man. Oh, shit, shit, shit. oh what the fuck? I forgot I saw my soundboard up. I'm, I'm in Pacific. So... We're making NFTs, or, or what are we doing here, John? <laughs> I hate NFTs. What so the fuck's stupid. wrong with you, man? If you hate them so much, why were you talking about them all night? Because <laughs> I was trying to, to convince people that they're stupid. I mean... Mork and I think they're stupid. Grim thinks they're not. And I just I can't let that stand. You could, though. I could. To argue it when we're not recording a podcast. Yes. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. I'm just spitballing here. 